Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of bounds. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. Dan, the Big Easy, the Big Easy took it. uh, Let's see. Now, maybe I'll say the boys from down under took it to the Big Easy. How about that? One of these days, that tournament is going to be called the Birdies and Bourbon Classic. We're going to steal it from the Zurich. I mean, how can you not when it's that close to Bourbon Street? Come on. I know, man. <laughs> I know. So uh, let's see what happens. So first off, congratulations to Team Mullet. Um, uh, you know what? Leishman walking out with that wig on. Whole, I mean, it doesn't get any better. It's like either things are going to go really, really good or they're going to go really, really bad when mm. I do this. So I guess it just goes to show that uh, Cameron Smith has got a hell of a sense of humor. Now he did tell, I don't know if it's girlfriend or wife. I didn't look that far into it, but he told his significant other, if they won the Zurich, he's cutting off the mullet. Really? And I'm like, Hey, why would you break a streak? You want to crash? <laughs> I mean, it's one in a row, baby. Why would you, why would you break a streak? So oh. it'll, it'll be interesting to see. I don't think he's going to be playing at the Valspar uh, this week. At least I didn't um, see, I may have skimmed over. I, don't think so. uh, I didn't see he or Leishman. So I'm sure they're, uh, well, they, what, they got two year tour exemptions. So not mm. that they needed it, but they've got it now. It's like, Hey, can I, can I, uh, can I put that in my, in my back pocket and use that when I need it? Or is this something that I got to use right away? I know. So not, not sure how that works, but, uh, but, you know, congratulations to those guys. I, I, you know, I thought we were going to get to see a lot more free golf than we actually saw. Um, uh, Oost Hazen and Charles uh, looked pretty good out there, man. I would say Louis O. I don't know that he's ever been gone, but if, if you want to say that he was trending in maybe a wrong direction, he's definitely trending back. Definitely carried team South Africa. And, uh, you know, Charles didn't look that bad either. He, um, uh, maybe the wrist injury's done. Hey, tis the season for Big Brown now. I mean, we got Lee Westwood, we got Louio. You're betting Big Brown, like I think this weekend at the Kentucky Derby. I think that's what you told me. So I, I, I've got I've got a few horses in the uh, on, on the charts for there. Actually, I did break out the uh, I did break out the Bell Mead for the show, gearing up for Derby Week here. So we may we may have a show coming up later on in the week about the Kentucky Derby. Only for fun. We're not experts or professionals at anything, mind you. So uh, we'll keep it just at that. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Who else? Uh, Keegan Bradley looked pretty good out there. Uh, came in with a T4. I what, know. What about your, your one and done? Did better than my one and done. <laughs> I was sending you text on Saturday morning with some Top Gear, top gear uh, music, and I was feeling good. I was sitting T3. But these guys couldn't do anything on the um, – the best best ball day and they can only do yeah. they only did pretty well on the alternate shot my team yeah 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 which which i don't know surprising i mean you would tend to think that that's uh the, the harder lineup for the two mm-hmm. what about uh richie warinsky and you mm-hmm. line coming in there uh solo third place so pretty uh pretty strong showing well, for we them talk about richie uh Wierenski every once in a while because he's been playing pretty dang good had a good year last year and yeah. uh he's sneaky man he's sneaky yeah uh, who else kind of who else showed up? I tell you, I don't know. When did Billy Horschel become so popular? Um, 
He, he, well, let me, let me rephrase that. I know he's been popular. Don't get me wrong. FedEx cup champion, not yeah. taking anything away from Horschel, yeah. but he's been getting a hell of a lot of TV time. I guess that means he, he's playing some damn good golf. So I think it was after you posted those couple pictures of him on our Instagram with the uh, following at the masters. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what did it for him. <laughs> Working on that, uh, working on that, uh, what a player, uh, player incentive. Uh, what's, oh what's, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what is it? Player, the player impact program. Player impact program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to get you on that same program. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Ars- Billy Ars- o, is going to go for $4 though. <laughs> Billy O wants to send a little scratch my way and I'm definitely open for it. Um, who else? Keith Keith Mitchell and Snedeker actually showed up. T uh, four yeah. for those guys looking yeah. good out there this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what you, you think about the golf course. I, I thought uh, definitely a challenge. It was uh, challenging, more challenging than I thought it was going to be for sure. Yeah, my guys couldn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, speaking uh, of your guys not doing anything, I think they're top eleven. I think they're like top eleven or eleven or something like that. I'm just joking. okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see, Cam Smith and. Um, no, I'm sorry, not Cam. Uh, Cam Champ and Tony Finau. They just couldn't uh, couldn't get the ship righted there. They were kind of, I mean, they looked good coming into Sunday, but they they just got smoked, man. But so, Peters and Lewis. That one was one I I, I had one in my DraftKings lineup. That one did really well. Yeah. Rama Palmer coming in seventh place uh, at 17 under. So they had a little. Uh, I'd say a few people lost some money on that one. What happens if Rom plays with Finau next year? <laughs> They're big buds, right? Big Arizona oh, buds. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. Sil- Silverleaf guys. Silverleaf believe, duo. So. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, hey, maybe it's like, hey, all right, broke that streak, Palmer. You're out of here. <laughs> so, so next year it's going to be Spieth and Palmer take home the belts. There you go. There you go. You heard, you heard it here first. Mm-hmm. Heard it here first. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else is going on in the golf. Oh. D- Tiger out scoping out the uh, scoping out the new property. Did you see the picture get posted with Tiger and the dog? He's out on the crutches, got the boot on, moving around. Uh, looks like he's doing something to stay uh, stay in shape. It didn't. I mean, other than the extra accoutrements he was uh, toting around, I didn't see anything that didn't look like Tiger Woods of old. He looked good. He looked good. I mean, looked uh, you know, looked good. He had a cast on or whatever, but uh, on crutches. But uh, he's got the backyards all tore up, and he's yeah. putting in. What what could he possibly be doing? I think I could talk to you about this offline. Uh, like a week a- or two amen, ago. amen. Corner. He is he's building <laughs> Amen Corner in the backyard. In a CBS booth. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, so I'm uh, gonna it, get this player impact right. <laughs> he's, he's probably got Jim Nance a little cot up there to sleep in. You know, so he's gonna uh, have Nance break his contract with CBS to be able to report. It, daily from the tiger compound <laughs> exactly I, you know that place is big enough we've you know we've been uh, uh can i say we've been by it seems kind of stalkerish mm. but we, we have been by the property a few times and you know and, and if you have it if you just google uh you know google maps or google earth and you can get an overhead image i mean i feel like you could spend a lot of time on that property and other than the cameras that are watching you you may not see another person at all yeah yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's, saying. it's it's basically yeah. It's it's a compound. That's for sure. Yeah. Just saying. Very cool what uh, he's doing. So- I was glad to see that he posted the picture. Um, you know, hey, maybe he uh, maybe he can get some good progress this year and start teasing us. And we love a good tease like that. So, and if we can see him tee it up next year, that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah. A lot of people are saying, yeah. don't count him out. Don't count him out. Well, I mean, what look what happens when you do count him out. Yeah, you lose money. You know, there yeah. there you go. <laughs> Uh, let's see how many more, uh, commercials did Ricky Fowler book since the PIP announcement? Oh man, I did hear an interview with him about this and he said, that's good for the sport. And something like that. I think he said, I think he said something like that, but 
Uh, it's pretty interesting. Go ahead and give a little summary for the people if they have not heard about what's going on. It's good. It's good for the sport if you get to play in half of the amount of tournaments and you still are pulling uh, single digit, uh, <laughs> sing, you know, your, your, your T5 or better in uh, the top 10. So the player <laughs> impact program it's basically uh, i'm going to say it's social media driven i mean there's other you know it's google searches it's uh you know, how many times are people looking for your name etc uh, i don't have that pulled up in front of me, of me but no surprise tiger woods was uh ranked number one so you had woods uh who's your woods mcelroy fowler dj uh, Adam Adam Scott actually pulls in tenth. Oh, speaking of speaking of Kepka, so uh, I saw he threw a little gauntlet down mm-hmm. for the Barstool Sports guys, mm-hmm. and and he's like, so he says, I can beat you left handed. Uh, I don't know. Is he throwing shade on some other podcasts out there? I mean, what, why did he go that avenue? I don't know. I thought he, I thought it was surprising he went with the Barstool guys. I thought he was friends with some other guys out there, but uh, he. Uh, he obviously uh, spoke, I guess, or tweeted with uh, what he thought was going to get him the most engagement so he can get in the top 10 on this thing. Uh, now, my concern with Kepka is he's already got that little beer belly going. If Portnoy gets him hooked on that pizza, it's going to pizza and beer. It's like, holy cow, here we go. Pizza and beer. Yeah, that Michel- Michelob Ultra's not living up to its uh, you know, zero, zero carbs, zero calories. Uh, um, yeah. I know it's not that. But, uh, you know, but I, here's what I'm surprised. I'm not surprised, but let me just let me make reference. And, and it's, uh, and again, Hey, we like all the, we like these guys. All it's not, them, yeah. it, it's, it, you know, it's, it love to see them play, but as of, you know, up until what the past 12 months, up until COVID Kepka had a pretty limited schedule mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and he, he's blatant, right? I mean, just look, go watch any Kepka interview. That's not a major. And he says, of course, I'm here to win, but I only care about winning majors. And when he's at a major, he says, of course, I'm here to win. It's a major, yep. but now he's going to go play left-handed <laughs> in, and I'm not calling it a clown car, but I mean, it, it's, it, is that an exhibition or is that, I, I don't know. And, and again, it's, it, 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 I hope it's not coming off derogatory, but just the, the, um, the demeanor that he's put out there about himself is that he only wants to play golf when the best are there and the most is on the line. And I, I don't, what, I didn't, I didn't see what portion the number, you know, from, so the, the players ranked one through 10 in the, uh, the PIP PIP program, uh, they're getting a portion of those funds. Yeah. So, and it's 40 million. Does the lion's share go to, I think, they, all each, I think they each get 4 million. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well, that's a pretty good payday. I mean, I don't, yeah. you're not, you're not winning 4 million at a major, right. but you got, but that, but that's, that's one ter- You got four tournaments a year that you can get. Well, five, let's call it with yeah. the, um, uh, with TPC, mm-hmm. but, but now you're going to have to go all year long unless he thinks, unless, unless the publicist got a hold of him and said, Hey, I got one event for you. And you're guaranteed to pull in $4 million, just like winning a major. That's interesting. Uh, so who do you think, um, do you think this was set up beforehand where it's like it was negotiated with Portnoy and the Barstool guys? And, or do you think it just ad hoc that he just tweeted at him? I think probably there's some, there's some wheeling and dealing behind the scenes. Well, I'm wondering what their cut is. And exactly. is that legal? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but you know, Brooks low that camera. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, well, I mean, look at it like this. It's working. It's working. We're talking about it. And we're not the only ones that are talking about it. And so here's here's my question. Can he beat him left-handed? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I've seen Brooks <laughs> swing left-handed. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. All right. Yeah. All right. Actually, you know what? This is what's going to happen here. You know, we're talking about it. And then uh, Jay Monahan is going to put together an event. He's going to have all the players play left-handed against each other instead of right-handed. We got to have <laughs> stroke play. We're going to have team matches. We're going to have Ryder Cup. We're going to have left-handed events. I can see it coming. Finally, hey, my calling. They, might, might as well break out the persimmons. <laughs> you, hey, Dan, I, you got a chance. Phil said, "Aha." <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, good stuff, man. Hey, you know what? I I think it's I think it's good. You know, who's uh, let's see, who's it going to impact? Uh, uh, Homa has Homa got extra Twitter feeds opened up? He, I mean, he was already on board, right? Exactly. So yeah. you know, are, are there extra? You know, Homa one, Homa two, Homa three. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to think of who else is really engaging out there. Uh, what's uh, what's Burgers? Um, what's Burgers handle? Oh, uh, uh, something about like. Um jivey or what is it uh slick or something like that what is it <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, that's how memorable straight, it is straight vibing straight vibing straight vibing yeah. yeah so you know i don't i guess he's already kind of doing something fun with it you know him out there and, and uh, who hatton i guess out in the lambo you know mm -hmm. scooting around yeah um so yeah I, I don't know i mean i i think it's cute uh is it four million dollars cute i don't know it's you know think about pga and and what they promote and how they promote it from a charity perspective. Uh, okay, well you're patting these multi-million dollar multi-millionaires even more. I, I mean, do, do they really? Does four million dollars really move the needle for them? I mean, I'm saying for the for the already the top ten that exists, right? Mm -hmm. So again, so Woods, McElroy, Kepka. Uh, Phil may or may not have been on that. Spieth was on there. Yeah. Adam Scott was on there. I mean, hey, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure Adam Scott is much better than 10th next year. I yeah. guarantee you that. So let, let me ask you this, though. We didn't talk about this. What about the incredible bulk? What is he going to do? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's something coming. <laughs> I think he made the top 10. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I, I'm. I'm more interested because I don't know that they're, you know, you, you, you hear some of these players coming on some of these, um, you know, podcasts or talk shows. And, and I would say, I don't want to say it's restrictive, but I didn't see what the governances was around what can and can't they do because, you know, they don't, they're never talking about betting, no. uh, you know, but when you think about DraftKings and FanDuel and all the other things that are kind of out there, you don't, you know, they're, they're like so far away from that, right? They're not even, it's like, click, click. Yeah. But Bryson does have a DK on his hat now. That's true. Yeah. But they don't talk about it. No, you know, don't. that's not, that's not something that gets brought up. So I don't know. Um, is it good? Sure. It's good. Could the money be put, put to better use? I mean, well, here's the thing. Do you think Tiger Woods is going to promote himself more on social media than he ever has in the past? And is he still going to be number one? I've never seen him in a cast before. That's a good point. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you got, okay. You got me on that one. <clears throat> no, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think that this really is an opportunity for players. If they want to make more money off the course, they can help promote the game and it helps them with trying to react to the PGL uh, efforts. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, yeah. I mean, it's. I would say it is a hundred percent in response to the Premier Golf League and yeah. those. But so the other and and the Premier Golf League was a little bit of a different format. It was going to be, you know, it's kind of the uh, what the uh, what was it, the XFL versus yeah. the NFL kind of thing, you yeah. know. So it, it maybe I guess you could call it gimmicky if that's if that's not too harsh of a word. But they, you know, but you ha- you got to do something to trick it up and make it exciting. Well, how successful have any of those? Um, uh, subsidiary leagues, Ben, if you know, if we can call them that, I, you know, it's in, I don't know, does it give people some access? Maybe I, is that money better spent on the corn Ferry tour? Is there a swear jar? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, hey, I know who's going to be all in in that one. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, hey, hey, uh-uh. don't bring the sw- don't bring the swear jar to spring break <laughs> baker's bay does not allow swear jars no they do not uh, so oh, man yeah i don't know good stuff uh i i uh hey this is like the first time in uh weeks that we're not playing at a pete die course i don't know if that's good or bad i'm kind of getting used to them I thought you were going to go down and see PB. Are you still going to go down there and do that? I'm, I'm working on it, man. I'm trying to get down there. Yeah, Damn. he did. Uh, he's coming. He'll be on the show in a few weeks uh, talking about uh, talking about the ocean course. So we're excited to do that. Uh, we may need to get a few approvals from him. Mm. But um, yeah, well, uh, yeah, we're still trying to get down there. I don't know what his, I think he said he'd be down there through May or June. I'm like thinking, eh, shit, it may be getting hot down there in kind of <laughs> June. But, uh, but hey, man, a round of golf with PB Die, who can resist that? So everybody's been asking, so I'm going to make you do it this time. And we get inquiries all the time like, oh, we, we want to hear like what you guys are drinking, what you think of certain things, uh, what you're drinking today. Tell us all about it. Mm. So again, Kentucky Derby week. So I mm. thought I'd go with uh, Bell Mead out of Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, I got the couple of horses on there that, nice. the, that, the, that it's named after. So this is their Madeira finish. So it's a blend of Ooh. three barrels, seven to nine years, blend them together at cast strength. Um, and then they put them in Madeira barrels for at least three months. And then they pull it out and cut it down to, uh, I think this is 90%, I believe. Uh, yeah, 45.2. So coming at just over a 90 point, 90.4 proof. Uh, if you're smoking on a cigar, I think this is absolutely mm. definitely with that Madura finish. I think that's the best part of it, oddly enough, but I'm, I'm a huge fan of, uh, of cask finish bourbons and whiskeys. Sounds like you're getting ready for Miguel too. <laughs> oh, you know, I am, you know, you know, I've got some sticks picked out for that guy. So, um, a lot of cherry, dark fruit, toffee on this thing. It's a, I'm getting that kind of sweet punch from the Madura, uh, which is really, really nice. Got a nice oily mouthfeel. I get a little cocoa in there. Uh, not like hot chocolate, but more like kind of that dark cocoa powder. Mm, it's like really a, good. Like What's that cigar, man? Would just uh, like just keep that thing going. Like a baking, uh, like a baking chocolate kind of thing in a way. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like that dark chocolate uh, baking bar. Yeah. yeah. Get some leather. Oddly enough, and I haven't had coffee since this morning, but I do get a little bit of kind of, and I would say more of the espresso, kind of that froth, um, mm. a little bit tannic and uh got some nice oak spice in this thing so yeah if you're a fan of cast finishes uh, i think the madura is definitely uh definitely the way to go with this bell mead i will say i i have had other cast finishes that i might 
I wouldn't say that I like them better. They're just different. This one doesn't really lead with that kind of, uh, you know, if you think about like a, like a port finish where you're picking up those, that, that sweet, tawny, uh, real syrupy taste on this. I'm not getting that out of this one. I'm getting definitely more oak nuts that again, that, that, uh, that dark cocoa, cocoa. Mm -hmm. What's it run? Hmm. It's probably 70 bucks a bottle, give or take, mm -hmm. depending. Uh, it should be, I would say, relatively available. Good. But, um, but, yeah, getting a lot of nuts on this thing. Uh, I actually like the finish, kind of the, the best part of it. Uh, it's got that kind of little bit of a dry tannic. Uh, I'd say it's medium to long. It's got that nice oak spice, and there is no burn to this at all, which is dangerous. Let's see how the rest of the show goes. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Here we go. <laughs> Man, yeah. So uh, there you go. There's your Kentucky Derby pick. So you'll be sipping on on Saturday. Come, uh, I don't know, six p.m. Uh, you know, I think we're going to drop a few more releases this week, and uh, I may start out with this one. But I think I'm going to go for some pin hooks, uh, some pin hook pours, and I think we're going to whip up a few uh, mint juleps for the show. Mm. <laughs> so we'll do. Uh, you know, traditionally, you know, Woodford Reserve is the uh, is the official bourbon of the Kentucky Derby, uh, we're probably going to get outside of the Woodford, uh, but you know, that double Oak, I may try one with that. I've got some of that over here that I don't drink very much. So I don't really have a good use for it. So I may, uh, we may go double Oak with, uh, with a mint julep and see how that goes down. A JT mint julep. Exactly. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. But the Bell Mead Madura fin and they've got several other finishes out there, but it's 90 easy drinker. Uh, yeah, this one all day long, man. It's a good, easy pour. Nice. Nice. And then, well, I think that's it for PGA News, right? Uh, oh, by the way, did I tell you Tiger posted a picture? <laughs> Let's talk about it again. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with our um, Valspar uh, fantasy picks and predictions coming up next. Cheers. Cheers. This is Craig Foster from Dineline Golf, and you're listening to Birdies and Bourbon. Yeah, the old saying is, if you know how to putt, you can putt with a stick. And I did make a video with a, uh, I've got it here, a Yellowstone, it looks like Fred Flintstone's putter. Welcome back to the show, Dan. Mm. We are heading to the Paul Casey Championship this week. <laughs> How are we? <laughs> here we? Here we go. Just outside of uh, Tampa, Florida. I guess it's maybe Clearwater. But uh, yeah, man, it should be uh, should be a good one. We're heading back to Florida. Uh, not not a Pete Dye course. That's a, it's a Larry Packard design, by the way. And I did take a look at some Larry Packard designs, and I couldn't actually find a single golf course that, other than Innisbrook. I couldn't find a golf course that I'd played. That's a Larry Packard design. Hmm. So uh, guess what? I've added to my to do list. <laughs> Go play one of those Larry Packard design got, ones. <laughs> got to play more. Got to play. I mean, what you can't just have one leaving a taste in your mouth I, I want the full show here man so um so yeah so uh, we're back to uh back to our regular schedule uh from a golf perspective heading to uh what's the actual name of the town it may be palm garden are they playing left-handed or like alternate shot or best ball anything like that this week or no no brooks is not showing up so oh, no, no left hand no, no left-handed golfing uh the aussies 
they're not making this show, mate. So, uh, so no, so no, no championships. However, we do have quite a few people that are showing up to this course. Has anybody checked uh, the boats in uh, Louisiana to see if Cam Smith actually left there? If he's still fishing? Oh, he's fishing, baby. Come on, <laughs> you you know that dude said set sail. Uh, he is uh, he's doing some golf fishing. I cut the mullet when I get back, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you know he's doing some fishing. Uh, down uh so let's see um i apologize to all of our australian listeners we don't mean anything by the accents <laughs> oh i think i got a bloody good accent mate <laughs> it's, it's not meant to be offensive <laughs> uh let's see so as mentioned so we're heading down to the we're staying in the gulf coast so i guess there are some similarities there but we're back to stroke play this week um, Cameron Smith and Mark Leishman will not be joining us. However, uh, I know Oosthuizen's making the uh, as is Charles, the, and Charles is making mm -hmm. it over too. I think he's had some pretty good course history here, so it should mm -hmm. be interesting to see how that sets up. And obviously, by those guys, you know, making it to uh, a playoff with the Aussies over the weekend at uh, at the Zurich, it'll be interesting to see how they. Uh, how they show up. Charles looks like his uh, wrist is doing a little bit better. So there we go. And, uh, you know, maybe he gets the ship righted. And I don't think Louis has been playing bad at all. So, uh, you know, you're, we're, we're in business. Yeah. So as mentioned, uh, we're heading to the Innisbrook resort. They'll be playing the Copperhead course, a Larry Packard design, uh, par 71 tipping out around uh, mid 7,300s. And, uh, uh, you know, so this is going to be a little bit different from the uh, traditional Florida courses that we see. Well, it'll be the same and it's going to be very demanding off the tees. Um, we're going to you're going to have a lot of folks that are going to be laying up uh, or they're, they're going to be. It ain't going to be just rip driver and, and bust it. It's going to be um, more strategic off the tee box. Very demanding. Uh, we're going to see a lot of elevation changes here as we're a little bit, we're not no farther north of Jacksonville, but uh, you know, just the way they designed the course. So we got a lot of dog legs. We got a, uh, a lot of elevation changes. Um, we got four par fives. The unique thing here is we do have five par threes. Uh, so the first par five on the first hole should be the easiest hole on the golf course. Let's uh, actually, let me jump over to fantasy national and let's take a look at the course and see, because I think it's a pretty high. Uh, yeah. 40% or better for birdies on the first hole. So, you know, definitely scoring 20% or better for number five, which is the second par five. Uh, number 11, 31% or better for the third par five. And then you get to uh, number 14, which is the fifth par five. And it's uh, clipping right at 30% for birdies. Or, yeah, for birdies or better. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. I think where they're going to be challenged here is uh, the par fives are long. So even though they're making birdies on those things, um, yeah, they're going to be long and they're going to be challenged with a lot of the second shots coming in. Uh, you've got uh, number five, which is the straight uphill line second shot, 11. Uh, they've got a tight landing area and 15. It's uh, straight into the wind and it's going to be guarded by a, a big pond around the green there. So, uh, you know, looking for some long iron players here, probably again, five par threes. All par threes except for one, and that is number four is 194 yards. Everything else is 200 yards or better. So, um, and number four played over par last year. I think it's the most. Uh, 
and it's not the most difficult on the course, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely playing, playing tough. And, um, Nine power fours and only one measures less than 400 yards. So once again, you're going to have a lot of long approach shots there. You see people taking a lot of things less than driver. So there we go with that. Uh, let's see. What did we miss on uh, this court? I think last, so they didn't play this tournament in 2020. Yeah, they did play it in 2019. You had Paul Casey with a win over Coke Rack and Louie. 18, you had Casey with a win over Reed and Woods. Woods obviously not playing this year. 17, you had Hadwin with a win over Cantlay. 16, you had Charles with a win over Bill Haas. And in 15, which I was disappointed because that's where I was going to start my lineup, you had Spieth with a win uh, over Reed and O'Hare. Which brings me to my first point is you've got Reed with two runner-up finishes there over the past, uh, what is that, six years, five years. So, uh, you know, is there something there? You got Paul Casey back-to-back -back wins. 2018, 2019. So, uh, like I said, the Paul Casey Championship is upon us in the west coast of Florida. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, I'm glad we're back in Florida. I love Florida this time of year for the golf. Uh, and uh, a lot of guys play really well on that swing down there. So, um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Last week was fun. Love the playoff hole last week. Um, glad to see those two uh, South Africans are teeing up again this week. Uh, they were a ton of fun to watch. Uh, no, Casey. no, no, they're not. They're not teeing it up. They're not here this week. Yeah, the oh, South, South Africans. South Africans. Yeah. South Africans. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. yeah. And then um, uh, I definitely am going to play Casey this week for sure. For sure. So, hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll, you'll get to that at the end of the show, I suppose. So, rounding out the uh, so who have we got here in, from a salary standpoint? So let's take a look at. Um, Let's take a look at the $10,000 and above. No surprise. Uh, maybe it's a surprise. I don't know. You got JT, DJ, uh, Javi, P. Reed, Paul Casey. Tournament's named after him, by the way. And that rounds out the top 10,000. The Casey classic. The, exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, you know, I, I mean, is, is Casey just going to be, uh, is he going to be the highest owned player this week? Yeah, I mean, with 20 rounds played here um, and the, the amount of times he's won, how can you not play him? This is like not playing Hoffman um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, right? At the, uh, what was the name of that event in Texas? Uh, forget. But Valero. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how do you how can you not play him there, right? Yeah. Uh, you got T8 or better in his last, what, six starts this year. Uh, you got 26 at the yeah, Masters. He's on he did, fire. He, yeah. He did, he did miss the cut at RBC. Did miss the cut there. But you got fifth at players, fifth API, fifth A&T. Going back a little bit. We don't need to go well, back Well, he had to rest far, up for the last part. I, I, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I, I'm not, not discounting you there, mate. Yeah. Uh, you got to play him. He's probably going to be the highest owned. Yes. Um, well, who do you like in this range besides him? Um, yeah. I mean, again, I like P Reed here, man. I mean, you got two, uh, what past five years, I think I said, you got two, uh, two runner up finishes. Uh, and so eighth at the masters, 22nd at the players, uh, he won the far, you know, beginning of the year. He won the farmers. I think it's going to set up good for Reed, man. It's a, is it a long hitters course? I think you're going to have to pick your tee shots. I think if he's, uh, if he's hitting well, if he's playing good off the tee, I think we're in good shape. Where's he at? Off the tee. I'm looking at fantasy national last 24 rounds off the tee. He's ranked 43rd. Uh, well, better yet. Let me say it like this. If he gets hot, if the putter stays hot, he's ranked second in putting. And I'm looking at all courses uh, just in recent form. 
Uh, I don't know how you go wrong with P. Reed at uh, $10,300. DJ seems like, I don't know, can I call DJ? I, I guess I can say he's cool. He seems a little cool to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I don't, wouldn't say he's cooled off, but, you know, I don't know what's happening there. JT, you know, that guy's just, um, uh, what do you won the 21st at the Masters, won the players 15th at WGC. I mean, outside of the Genesis, I, you can't really look and say he's done anything wrong this season so far. So uh, I don't know. I, I think for the price, I think there's a lot better value as we kind of get down into, uh, you know, less than 10,000. I think once you get below 9,000, I think it even gets better. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know if I'm picking somebody there, I'm, I'm probably leaning Reed. Again, uh, you can't really count out JT or DJ. It just kind of takes you down a different track. Well, JT, and, hey, Javi looked good last week. Yeah, uh, he looked good. He looked good at the Zurich, right? I mean, he, he played pretty good. Yeah, Javi looked good. He's never played here before, so that's a little bit of a uh, you know a blind spot, if you will, right? Uh, if you look at his last, he was twenty first of the Masters, missed a cut of the Players, 49th API, and then it was like you know second the WGC, fifth the Genesis, second the Farmer. So I mean. Great, great form. Uh, I just don't know how he's going to play here. Uh, and he looked good last week. I mean, he's that's why he's ten thousand five hundred. So, like last year or even January coming into this year, I think we probably would have said, "Oh, Wolf is probably going to be up there, like at ten thousand five hundred. Not a hobby, but Javi has been the one that's really been shining lately. Guess what mistake Morikawa is never going to make again? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to picking partners, he's probably going to uh, dial phone a friend. Hey, phone a friend, yeah. Ah, <laughs> not so much this year, man. Gosh, I just got off the phone with El uh, Javi, and <laughs> he gave me a good deal. Uh, going to have to do. Going to have to play my cards a little differently. He said we'll be smiling. He said we'll be smiling the whole round. We're not. There's no frowns. <laughs> Uh, all right, so nine thousand. You got Scheffler, Connors, Louis O, Hatton, the uh, Abe answer, the Tequila Man, Sun J M, Joaquin Neiman, and Russ Henley. Russell Henley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like a lot of people. I mean, if I could pick out, if I could just, if the, if I could get fifty thousand dollars to add up to that number, I'd probably just roll with that. Uh, obviously, <laughs> I can't. But uh, I, I don't. There's none of those guys that I don't like here. Uh, I think Hatton is way undervalued at ninety four hundred dollars. I think uh, Joaquin Neiman, I think, is way undervalued at ninety one hundred dollars. Uh, Louis O coming off of what he did last, uh, at the, um, at the Zurich looked really good. Uh, yeah, you, you can read some stats, but I, I don't know how you can really go wrong with any of those guys. Well, starting at the top, Scheffler, yeah, Scheffler, I was going to start at the top. I mean, 18th in the masters, 54th Valero. He played well last week with Bubba, uh, missed a cut the players fifth the fifth at the WGC Mexico, 20th at Genesis. I mean, he's been playing really good golf. Uh, he has not played here before. So again, like Javi, we, we just don't know. Um, but I like, I like Scheffler. Uh, who don't you like in this category? Anybody or do you, or do you just like everybody? I think you kind of like everybody. Uh, the only one I would be a little bit scared of, which, uh, you know, he's ranked first in strokes game putting, which I don't know. I got to go look at that and see why that's the case. I hope I'm looking at 24 rounds and I am. All right. Uh, is Sun JM. I was going to go there. Yep. So I don't know. I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of scratching my head on, uh, where he's at, you know, he's ranked 103rd in approach 108th around the green, which I think approach and around the green are going to be two of the key factors here, just given the length of the course and, and, um, uh, 
the length of those par threes that are out there. So, you know, that's probably, I'm probably moving past him. Uh, Joaquin Neiman, I do like here though. I think he's ranked number one in strokes gain. And I'm sorry, he's ranked 10th on tour in strokes gained uh, and greens and regulation, excuse me, 10th on tour and greens and regulation this season. So um, yeah, that, that's, uh, and then Scheffler, uh, what do you, you got uh, runner up at the, uh, WGC Dell tech match play this month. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. You can't really go wrong. I, yeah, I mean, if I'm fading, I'm fading him. M, yeah, and M showed me up over at the RBC. I said he couldn't putt there, and then all of a sudden he like gains two strokes putting or something. So definitely made me be quiet about well, that. And, you know, the other guy that I'm probably fading in this group, oddly enough, is Abe Answer. Really? Uh, I, I, I mean, just it, the whole putting thing, man. It's like, can you if he could make a putt, you know, then then I'm all in with him. Um, but yeah, I mean, his so his worst two categories are. Uh, short game, he's ranked 84th, and putting, he's ranked 103rd. Look at so the good news is off the tee, he's ranked 13th. So look at Russell Henley. Look at these. Look at this uh, this uh, sneaky uh, form he's coming in. Ninth at the RBC, third at the Honda, missed the cut at the Players, and 38th at Generosis, and 30th at the Waste Management. But like the nine and three last two starts. I mean, that's strong. And at the RBC, he lost almost three shots putting. So it just tells you how well he's striking the ball. You know? uh, for sure. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So that's, um, and what's he finished here in the, uh, Russell Henley T 42 in 19 T nine and 17 missed a cut in 16. Okay. So didn't have a good one last, uh, the last time we played here, 9, but, uh, I think that the yeah. recent form is strong. Yeah. Yep. All right, so who do you like in the $8,000 range? Oh, so we got Bubba Watson, Jay, uh, Justin Rose, Kokrak, uh, Charlie Hoffman, Brian Palmer, Cameron Tringali, Emiliano Grillo, uh, Chris, don't maybe say that three times, Chris Kirk, Max Homa, and Kevin Na, and Taylor Gooch. So uh, starting it off is... Uh, Bubba, who played, he played pretty well last week. Um, he's, he's played here 22 rounds and DK points. He's eighth in, in this field. Uh, who do I like the most here? I was leaning towards Chris Kirk, who has not had a good, good history here. But then again, he's really turned uh, his game around the last couple of the last in the last year. Um, so we look at Chris Kirk's last couple starts, seventh at the RBC, sixth at the Valero. 25th at the Honda. Back to back. Yeah, 48th at the Players, 8th at the API, 16th at the AT&T. So just like, holy cow, this guy's playing really good golf. I like him in this group. Who do you like? Yeah, he did miss the cut here in 2019, T49 in 2018. Uh, My internet's probably cutting out. No, you're good. You're good. Can you hear me okay? But I'm back. Uh, okay. 20, uh, yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Okay. And then T42 in 2016. So I think Kirk's a good play. Uh, I probably like Hoffman over him. Uh, when Hoffman actually shows up and plays, uh, that's uh, what he was runner up uh, at the Valero. He's got um, f- uh, top 20 or better in his last seven starts. Uh, T11, what, two weeks ago? 
No, T11 last week in the match play. Uh, and then at, uh, at this tournament, uh, you got T18 and 19, T, uh, cut in 2018, cut in 2017, T11 and 16. So coming off of T18 for 2019. So I actually kind of like him here. Mm-hmm. He's definitely got better course history than Chris Kirk. But the other guy here that I liked was, uh, was Kokrak. And Kokrak's got really good recent form. And then 2019, it was T2 yeah. here, T8 in 2018, T58, cut, and then T7. So he likes this course. And then the form you're talking about, we saw him play last week. Uh, but the, the recent form has just been outstanding. So 49th at the Masters, 9th at the Players, 8th at the API, 9th at the WGC Mexico, 32nd Genesis, 29th Farmers. I mean, you just look at the recent form. It's really good. And he likes this course. He's probably my favorite. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and I'm going to say I like him better than Chris Kirk. Uh, here's another guy, Taylor Gooch, six consecutive cuts made, and he's 10th on tour in scrambling this season. I, again, I think scrambling around the green, I think that's uh, that's going to come into play here, just given the length of the course and the pl- shot placement off the tee box. So uh, I think Taylor Gooch, I think it's great value at $8,000. Do you have regained faith in uh, Justin Rose yet? Uh, here I have. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. Yeah, no, I I like him at this at this course. Absolutely, I like him. I think um, I think he's uh, where's my tournament history in Rose. I think he's. uh, I know he has. Uh, So he didn't play in nineteen, T five and eighteen. So uh, we've we got a T five out of him at least. Who we fading here? Give him a T five, and we'll get something out of him. (laughs) Uh, Who who don't I like? I probably say. Maybe Grillo doesn't look like he's, he's got a lot of red on the screen here on Fantasy National. I don't know. Is is Ryan, is Ryan Palmer? Is he is he going to be tired? Uh, uh, yeah, potentially. Bubba Bubba Watson ranked 129th in putting, uh, 107th around the green, and probably going a different direction there. Uh, who else? Uh, Grillo. Yeah. Uh, what's his What's his tournament history here? Doesn't look good based off the first screen. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Grio's tournament history. I, I mean, I wouldn't say that. I, I mean, I don't know. Am I against him? Uh, well, he's played here one time and it was in 2015. He missed a cut. So yes. On second thought. Yeah. Definitely when you say is Ron and Palmer going to be tired, is that because he played four rounds with uh, Rom? <laughs> <laughs> well, he wore it out. Yo. <laughs> he wore him out. Uh, could be. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Tringali looks kind of good. I mean, his numbers don't look bad. His knife yeah, in total. He's missed the cut here the last three times he's played. Yes. All right. Scrap that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's jump into the $7,000 range. All right. Uh, Keegan oh, I Bradley. Know, I, know, I already know who you're. Yeah, I know. He's going to definitely be in your lineup. Keegan Bradley at 7,900 leads it off. And you got Sam Burns, Gary Woodland, Kevin Streelman, Kisner. Lucas Glover. There's a lot. I'm not going to read them all here. So there's too many. Um, but that's just the top of your list there in terms of that. Uh, Hold on. You... Before, you get too, before you get too deep, uh-huh. 2019 missed the cut. 2018 T31. 2017 T58. 2016 missed the cut. So while I would say he is coming off of a hot streak, I think it did really did him some good to play with steel at the uh, at the Zurich. But I don't know that I'm putting a whole lot of uh, a whole hey, lot into Florida. Keegan t- does well in Florida. I know. What T10 at the at, at API? So I'm, I'm not arguing what he's got five, 
30 or better in the last six starts. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not taking anything away from him. And you know, if he can keep his iron and wedge game hot, then, you know, maybe he's, he's got to make some putts. So exactly. Yeah. And I like the way he puts uh, in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what about you line coming off of that, uh, that hot Zurich setup? Mm-hmm. How can you argue with that? I mean, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't, he, he ain't going to have Richie there to back in this time, but, uh, you know, solo third coming off of last week's got to be feeling good about things. Can you trust him? I don't know the way he's trending. Maybe, uh, what he plays, he's played here one time. So last year, he, uh, well, I'm sorry, in 2019 finished at T 65. So, uh, just good enough, but, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe. So far, I, I like Keegan the most in this category. Um, good Woodland is showing um, some signs of life in terms of the, the form or whatnot. Streelman's been kind of hot. What do you think about Streelman here? I mean, it's Florida. It's not really, eh, I don't know. Uh, I'm probably going Lucas Glover over Streelman just from. Uh, so Lucas Glover, T, I, I know I just completely ignored your question. That was intentional because mm-hmm. I want to talk about Lucas Glover, mm-hmm. the glove. We got T13, T74, T18. He did miss the cut in 16, but T24 in uh, in 2015. So I actually think Lucas has probably got something. Uh, he's probably got something going on here from a value perspective. I, I could definitely see him being in a lineup in my lineup. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to be, but I could see him being there. Uh, looks um, $7,700. I think that's a hell of a value. Uh, where's Luke coming in at on his uh, champ, his champ pulled out. He's not playing. Yeah, shocking. Yeah. Um, I mean, shocking that, you know, he, that, that he's been playing a lot, man. So that same thing I was saying, I'm surprised Palmer's playing here. Yeah. Um, uh, what, oh, Glover. So Glover's 18th in DraftKings points. He, his worst strength category is putting at 85th. So, you know, off the tee, 17th around the green, he's ranked 70th. I don't know. Could you go in different directions there? I don't Kiz surprised me last week. So I don't, I don't know what's happening with Kiz. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Danny Willett? Uh, he did say, you, I, I told you coming. Uh, you keep going. Let me cut you off, man. Sorry. Uh, no, no, you're good. Uh, boy, I got to scroll. I, I don't even see Danny. He's like Willett seventy two hundred bucks or so. Yeah. Okay, I see him. Uh, I see a lot of red marks on Danny Willett's. Um, uh, yeah, I see a lot. I see a lot of red spaces, and then tournament history here. You got T forty two and nineteen, and T twenty two and sixteen. Uh, so I mean, every time he's played, he's made the cut, and he's yeah, T forty two or better. So uh, I think Phil Mickelson's playing here for the first time in his career. Yeah, that's interesting, right? Lefty's uh, lefty lefty trying to sneak in on one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know who I like in this seven thousand dollar range, and it is at the low end of seventy. Of the seven thousand dollar range, is it a guy? Is Rory Sabatini? Okay, I was going to say, is it the guy that probably doesn't like you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think he likes anybody. Uh, t- well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, if you re- they, they, that's a lot of guys that could not like me. But Rory Sabatini, T eighteen, T five. He missed seventeen, but in T forty two, every time he's played, he's missed the cut. Uh, best finish was T five. Worst finish was uh, well, he did. Well, no, I'm sorry about that. He did miss the cut in twenty fifteen. But I mean, recent form and like Sabatini's one of those guys that I'm always thinking. You know, he's he's in his you know what what early to mid forties and. He's just not a guy that I, I just – I'm always kind of gravitating more towards uh, those other players that are using that uh, 
the uh, the player incentive program. Mm -hmm. And and I'm never thinking about Sabatini because he's like, I'm not getting involved in that. However, I'm waiting on his uh, Instagram page to pop up. So, uh, <laughs> so but I mean, it's like oh, well, four million. Why not? I'll take it. But I mean, just I mean, he's a grinder out there. He's a veteran. He plays well here. So I I, I think it's seventy one hundred bucks. I mean, if you're looking for somebody kind of towards the lower end, I think it's a solid maybe. Uh, another guy that's down there, Charles Schwartzel. I mean, mm -hmm. look at what he coming off of the off of last week. I mean, if the wrist truly is healed up, yep. uh, he did miss the cut in 2019. But again, working on you know coming off some injuries. Yep, T49 at 18. I'm going to play him this yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, six and 17, and he won in 2016. So, I mean, he clearly he likes the golf course. So, and he, he's got some experience here. So, I think that's, uh, I, I think there's several people in that $7,000 range that hold up, uh, hold up really nice compared to their price point. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, I think that covers most of the ones we wanted to talk about in the 7K range, right? Anybody else you see? Uh, Henrik Stenson, Henrik Stenson's another guy. Uh, I know he's been on a, on a downward spiral, uh, up until, you know, year 2021, I'm starting to see some stuff coming out of him that I'm kind of liking, uh, and, and it, but, but I'm really liking it. <laughs> no, I need, my, need, my, need my Terminator glasses. Um, but I mean, but at this golf course, so 2019 T 24 missed the cut in 18, but then you got T seven, T 11 and, and solo fourth. So once again, I kind of put him right there with Sabatini. I mean, I could probably start my lineup at the at the seven thousand dollar range, and I think I could clip a few people in the eight, a few people in nine, and maybe maybe get to somebody in that ten thousand dollar range. Maybe I don't know, but if not, I'd be totally happy to pick a couple extra people in the eight thousand dollar range and a couple more in the nine thousand dollar range, and not even worry about the ten thousand dollar range. Yeah, I think I'm going to avoid the ten thousand dollar range this week for the most part. I might do one lineup like that, but. Uh, I like to uh, too many other people. There's a lot of there's a lot of good people playing this this week. It's a good field, so you can fill your lineup out and feel good about it. I think. Yep. Let's let's go down to the bottom. So Pat Perez, um, he and uh, he and Kokrak actually they played pretty good last week as a team. Mm -hmm. um, who uh, Ryan Armour T six here last year T forty and eighteen, pretty solid. Richie Wierenski, we just talked about him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, where did where are you at, Richie? He's at uh, like 6,900. Yeah. Went past Norlander. Uh, Richie. Yeah. Richie missed the cut every year that he's played here. So I'm probably going in a different direction. Mm -hmm. uh, Ryan Moore. He missed the cut the last two times he's played here, but you got T18, third and fifth back through 2015. So I don't know. Could he resurrect something to the course he plays well at? Uh, Graham McDowell got a, got his first ace on the PGA tour last week. Um, T46, T40, and T14. Scott Stallings, T9, T31, and 68. So, I I mean, I even think they're Ryan Ar I, yeah, I just mentioned Ryan Armour. Uh, I think there's some value down here. Uh, I mean, if you, need to, if you need to drop that low, I don't know that you need to. Uh, Luke Donald, T9 here in 2019. So, is this a place where, uh, you know, Luke Donald might get something? Nick, uh, Nick Watney at 6,100. He likes this place, man. Yeah. Go on down there. Yeah, Look at he, it. I see him. Uh, I said I see him. 6,100. Yeah. He's, he's hiding. I mean, uh, yeah, T37, T59, T14, and T53. Uh, you got Jimmy Walker here, T28 in 2018. And does Jimmy get something turned around maybe at, uh, at the Copperhead? I hope. 
Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, I don't need to talk about anybody else to you. I think that's, uh, that I, I will say that we definitely read off more people than what uh, you can hold in a six person lineup. I think out of what we read and obviously, uh, we are not experts at this and, um, yeah, we're just talking about who we like, uh, based on course history and recent form. And I think everybody that I mentioned, uh, I think my lineup's going to come from uh, from that set of players, I do believe. How about your one and done, Dan? Uh, you know, I did with the Hoff. Uh, I'm going to pick Casey for the Casey Classic, just like I picked Hoff for the Hoff Classic. And he got spoiled and robbed by that Jordan Spieth, who is not playing this week. So maybe, maybe uh, Casey can pull mm. Spieth. Gosh, that Spieth looks so good out there. I'm so disappointed that he's not playing. Hey, now, what's uh, okay, so at this week? Uh, I think they had a two-week spring break there. Well, no, JT's back, so they're off spring break. Mm. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, Hey, I told you, what, a couple weeks ago, he needs to call Stuart Sink and say, Stu, send me your schedule. (laughs) And actually, don't send send your schedule to my guy. Mm-hmm. And or to my person, and I'm going to tell my person whatever Stuart Sink books and plays in, just book it. I, I tell me where I need to be. I'm playing in everything Stuart Sink plays yeah, exactly. in. Exactly. Uh, let's see. All right, one and done. I'm going. Um, I, how could I leave this? I mean, this dude is so hot. T16 in 2018. Give me Corey Connors, man. He he's he's going to get it done. Okay. He, he is going to get it done. All right. Um. Yeah, I mean he's um, he his putting he's been working on that it's paying off for him. Uh, yeah, he's got uh, he's got so many. What does he got? Like five? Uh, he's got four at least uh, that were top eights. So yeah, I think that guy is. Uh, I think he's got too many things connected to uh, to not show up and get it done. And I think he's going to be challenged by some of those people in uh, you know ten thousand above. So I think it gives him a good. Um, I think it gives him uh, a good platform to announce his coming to the PGA Tour if he hasn't done that already. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, well, it, it is Derby week, everybody. So uh, make sure, you know, that, hey, the mint's going to be sold out at the grocery store. So get there early. Uh, you're going to need your limes and, uh, you know, whatever whiskey you're going to. Uh, I'm not going to use that Madeira. I'm going to go uh, some different directions. Like, but, like a Woodford double oaked or. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to use. I'm going to go a pin hook rye. Who was the other double oak we had on recently? Or we had another uh, double char. What was it? It was a charred barrel or to- uh, toasted barrel. Who was it? I forget. Maybe you had Elijah Craig or something, right? I do have an Elijah Craig toasted barrel. Yeah. Uh, are you going to have any of the new PGA? Oh, are you going to have any of the new barrel pick in? <laughs> oh, oh, am I? I've already got it. Got it right here behind me. Maybe you can make a make a mid julep out of that. I don't know if you can see it or not. I can't. Uh, oh yeah. Gotta be, gotta be careful which side of the scoreboard I show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, we'll definitely be whipping up a, uh, a good ride julep out of our major series pick, second one <laughs> for the second major of the year. So looking forward to uh, cracking into that, Man, baby. We are still getting compliments on that first one, like almost daily. Oh, that uh, that New York distilling pick. Yeah, we. Uh, hey, by the way, thanks, uh, thanks, Madamsky. Um, I guess you shared a pour with uh, with some of the folks that teed off at Sweetens Cove recently, and they reached out, and uh, we're able to take care of those guys. So thanks, uh, thanks for the lift there, bud. Appreciate it. 
Yeah. And uh, what are we going to have this week? Uh, we may have a PGA Tour professional on the show this week. Uh, he will yep. be playing. Mm-hmm. He will be playing at the Valspar. So. If everything goes as planned, he's actually down there now. So if everything goes well, we'll drop that later in the week. And uh, what else? I think we, uh, as I mentioned, we're probably going to do a Kentucky Derby show. We don't know anything about horse racing except for you put the little rabbit out there and let them know that's not horse racing. That is not horse <laughs> racing. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, I did get on some good bets early, earlier in the year. So, actually, so I've got one bet that was plus 5,000. I think he's down to plus 600 right now. So, that could, uh, that could pay off pretty doggone good. So, we'll see. We'll try to brush up on our, uh, on our equestrian uh, verbiage before our show comes out this week. Uh, we'll do the best we can. If nothing else, uh, we'll drink a lot of mint juleps and we'll have a hell of a time. There you go. Sounds good. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.